Hi there. Welcome to Play of the Game, the podcast where we talk about completely unrelated topics that could be classified as interesting. I'm Fabanon, some of you may know me from Twitch and some of you may know me from YouTube. Some of you may not even know me at all. But I do hope wherever you come from, you enjoy this podcast coming up. disclaimer before we start. This podcast was not scripted at all and so everything I'm about to discuss with you guys in the next hour is all taken from a couple of notes I've got down on a bit of paper 10 minutes before I started recording. When I was younger I used to use my imagination almost daily and I'd like to think I still do now, but back then I used to go to the extremes using my imagination. And this is stuff I probably wouldn't be able to do now. I remember in primary school, there was there was a track, about 25 meters going from one end of the school playground to the other. And what I would do with a bunch of friends is we would run up and down that track, pretending it's the maze from Maze Runner. And this was year five, UK school. And I had just read The Maze Runner, which is a great book, by the way. Um, and we would just run up and down the track, think, uh, using our imaginations and recreating the maze in our minds. And we'd have a friend who would act as the gates. And he'd close them after like a couple of minutes or something of running up and down the track and collecting materials and fighting the glade monsters. I forgot what they're called, but it was something like a glade it, monsters or something like that. I'm probably very, very wrong. Um, but yeah, that, that's what we would do. And we'd have to survive the night if we wouldn't make it back into the uh, safe zone. And I remember it being so much fun but if I were to do it today if I were to go back to that playground same 25 meter track same friends same mindset towards uh, the game and maze runner I wouldn't be able to run for half an hour 45 minutes the duration of a lunch and break up and down that track and there's two reasons why I wouldn't do that three actually the first one will probably be to me now running up and down a track for half an hour isn't exactly content filled I guess and it would be a bit boring second reason I don't think I'd have the willpower to run for half an hour and lastly the third reason is I don't think I have the same amount of imagination, or the same type of imagination at least, that I had back then. Because you, as you get older, sort of lose that childish imagination, and you get a more mature imagination. And what I mean by that is instead of like imagining Pokemon and unicorns and games like the Maze Runner track game, You'd imagine like a more mature imagination and I don't know how to describe it, but I guess it's just you have a more 
mature sense of uh, thinking towards things. Uh, and compared to, to compared to the sort of outside games I play now with my friends, mind you, these are practically the same friends I play the primary school game with. I play things like Manhunt, and I'm pretty sure you most of you have heard of Manhunt. Either that be the Minecraft Manhunt, made popular by uh, the one and only Dream, or the Manhunt game, which Manhunt, Minecraft Manhunt, originated from. But basically, what it is, it's not so much using your imagination. But there's one person, and you have to run away from a group of other people, and they got they have to catch you, and you can hide, you can run. And if you think about it. The change between the games that I used to play in primary school and the games that I play now, that change is actually pretty different. Compared to the roleplay style games I used to play back then, and the more mature and games which actually have a goal and a point for you to work towards, the difference between those is pretty big it's a pretty big difference you know and I guess that's the change from the child ish uh, imagination to the more mature imagination another to when I was younger as well I would use I would use I would play with Legos and I don't really play with Legos now but back then, what I would do is I get like a couple of people, like two, three people. I'd make my own uh, characters and give them a backstory or whatever. And I would get some props, like I don't know, a camera and swords and weapons or whatever. And I'd make like a car. And then I just sit at my desk and I turn my whole room into this world. And it could be, I don't know, off the top of my head, this is what I would do now. But back then, I had a much more, less planned imagination, a sense of imagination. So my thinking wouldn't be as rational as it is now. But off the top of my head, the sort of layout that it would be like, oh, my desk is a sky island, and on the floor of my room there would be, I don't know, the land or whatever. Or exactly the opposite, the desk is the land and under it there's a secret bunker or whatever. But stuff like that. And if you if you think about it, you can sort of just imagine that. And I would play with that for hours and I wouldn't lose that sense of imagination. Which I think is amazing. Because now, and I'm pretty sure this doesn't just go for me, but as you get older, you sort of lose the willpower I guess to um, stick to something for a long time if I were to play with Legos yet again like you know if I were to do the Maze Runner game if I were to play with Legos now with the same characters in the same room I would probably not enjoy myself as much as I did back then when I was younger and yeah, well, I guess that's, uh, that's Legos. And sense of imagination really does 
develop as you get older. You think, you th- begin to think more rationally. I, I remember a school project I did um, really early in primary school and it was the Olympics and um, sort of a tribute to the Olympics. We were given um, an Olympic torch drawing and it was uh, big, it was like really big and the inside there was nothing on the inside and we had to create our own like little sort of elf town inside the uh, Olympic torch to show how it functioned and the reason I don't know how to like describe it properly is because this was so long ago and when I think about it it makes no rational sense at all but basically what it would be and this is what I did I divided my uh, Olympic torch into a couple of separate rooms like a fuel room to keep the fire from the Olympic torch burning and you know with the with the knowledge that I have now of sciences and how a flame works the, the sort of stuff that I didn't have back then it's almost ridiculous to think of uh, what I did. I drew a little, um, I was, I was really into, like, fart jokes back then. This was, like, really early primary school. It was a long time ago. And I would, uh, I was really into fart jokes, and I made a room, a fuel room, where the little elf minions, when they needed to, like, go release wind, I guess, uh, they would go to the fuel room, and they would do that, and that would stoke the fire. And I remember this, and I'm trying to stop myself from laughing now, because it's so ridiculous when you think about it. But that was my sense of imagination uh, back then, and it's just it's just great to, to think back, if you were to think back of something that you did when you were younger. And, you know, I'm thinking about the Olympic torch thing. It's so funny and it's so different from the sort of stuff that you'd think now. I mean that sort of stuff just came naturally to my head back then. Now, that I, w- I couldn't think of anything like that if I tried. I guess using your imagination also comes into uh, D&D, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And you really need to use your imagination, the whole point of the game is well, to use your imagination, really. And... Yeah, well... Role-playing is an aspect, and role-playing does come into imagination, right? I mean, you know, you have to get into your character and you have to think like them, and that's that's a different aspect of imagination. But it's it all comes into the same category, I guess. And then, uh, D&D, you have to think about like everything and even as a dungeon master the one of the games that I am currently writing now I need to like use my imagination so much uh and I'm saying imagination like a lot during this uh podcast uh but yeah I have to use it so much the the game that I'm currently writing now and I don't know if I'll ever play this game or this campaign but the sort of stuff that I'm coming up with, I wouldn't have thought when I was younger. I, I would, the thoughts wouldn't have even crossed my mind. And um, 
yeah, well, I'll, I'll read to you guys in a minute, uh, like a little creative writing thing that I wrote for the, um, that inspired me to write the D&D uh, campaign that I'm currently writing. Um, but yeah, roleplay. Everyone has a different sense of imagination when it comes to roleplay. And although, you know, roleplay is one thing, the people's views of how to roleplay is obviously different. Like, there are people who would, you know, get into character and they just play around in character. And this isn't just D&D, this is whatever. This could be Lego or... It could honestly be whatever. It could be, uh... I don't know, in the GTA roleplay lobby or Minecraft, it doesn't even have to be a video game. But you, you get my point, it's just the roleplay factor. And there's people who just get into the roleplay and they'd act like their character and there's people who'd get into roleplay, they'd be like roleplaying, this, this may sound weird, but roleplaying the environment, if that makes sense. Like creating worlds, I guess. And it sounds really weird, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how to explain it. But I'm, I'm sure at least one person will understand what I'm trying to get at. Um, but yeah. Now, creative writing. I love just writing in general. Uh, creative or not, I'm, I'm just... I'd like to think I still have that sort of childish imagination and as, as much as I know that's like degrade, degrading I guess and how I'm losing that childish humour and I'm getting a more mature sense of humour and more mature imagination, um, I still think I have some aspects of that childish brain structure functions and yeah like I said I, I love writing and you know I write a lot of uh, creative writing things so either that be D&D campaigns or just stories or descriptions character descriptions settings whatever it is if you've if you've watched any of uh, my streams, you'd know that I, I do a lot of um, creative things. Like I get into roleplay quite a bit when I when I uh, when I'm on my streams. So this is this is something that um, I writ I don't know, about a month ago, and this is what I'm basing my D and D campaign that I'm currently writing on. And the the thing. It's called the Paradox Program, and I'll, I'll let you guys think whatever you like about it, but I'm just going to read it now. So it's the year 2053 and the Future Development Association, FDA, just sent 25,000 children into newly formed country of Mazistan in the hope of creating a more independent race of humans. The Mazistanians are all children who are volunteered by families to take part in this prestigious program and a minority of children forced away from their families. This story takes place from the eyes of Levi Rogers, a 16-year-old boy raised in the United States but born in the United Kingdom, 
Levi was taken away from his family and the story focuses on the journey he takes to adapt to new life as part of the Paradox program. And I think I think I writ this. I don't know, I think I was half asleep and I just the, the idea just popped into my head and I just picked up a pen and I started writing it down. Um but yeah, that that's what I writ and basically that's what I based my uh campaign my D&D campaign on a newly formed country and a group of uh, the players they have to you know survive and stuff and you know to newly formed countries there are no rules it's basically a free-for-all and as the campaign progresses things get more strange and there's more rules added and it just hopefully brings the experience of the game to a more... Basically, the goal for it is to have a... one of those mindsets where you don't know what's gonna happen next and there's no way of you to find out what's gonna happen next. It's a really, like, twisty... twisty turvy, I guess. That is such a weird word, twisty turvy. I'm getting off topic, but that is a weird word. I don't know why it popped into my mind. This is the sort of thing I'm talking about. Childish words. Why did that pop into my mind? Anyway, but yeah, this I, I just writ and I, I writ and I was practically half asleep when I writ this, I'm pretty sure. And this is something I recommend, you know, people watching this do. If you get a good idea, write it down. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's an idea to, I don't know, for a revision for work, school, I don't know, or something to put in a presentation, or for a story or a game, or just anything, like if you have an idea that you want to draw something and you've got an idea in your head, get a pen or a notepad and just sketch it down, write it down whatever it is because these thoughts they they come to you at the most random times and then they just disappear when i when i was coming up with the ideas for what i'd be you know think speaking about in this podcast i i had a clear goal i want to talk about imagination and as i was uh, thinking of what to do I was writing some stuff down, and then I said, oh, that's it, you know, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head right now. And I got in bed, and an idea came to me, and I didn't write it down. Um, because, you know, I was really tired, and I was like, oh, I'll just remember it, write it down tomorrow. The next day, I just forgot. It was out of my mind, like... I couldn't think of it. I was trying to remember what I said. I was like, wait, it started with S or something. The idea started with S. And I, I just couldn't think of it. It just wouldn't come to, the, to my mind. And that's why I recommend writing things down. Uh, especially if you're writing like a story or anything. If you come with that, like random sentences or descriptive like phrases, paragraphs, I would write them down. Um, 
And I have my booklet here, and I, I, I came across this uh, involuntarily. I wasn't looking for it. But this was my book where I started writing uh, a bit of a couple of like little phrases and paragraphs and notes for the paradox program thing that I was literally just talking about. And I wasn't meant to find this. I just I jotted the ideas for the podcast down in this book and I was flipping through it and I found these. And yeah, I'll just read some of these to you. This is for the paradox program. And I, I had this idea that I was going to write this story. And uh, this is what I was saying about willpower. I had the idea, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to like work day and night to write a book. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to send it off to publishings and be rich or whatever. And I think it was two days in and I just gave up. Um, but yeah, I'll just read some of the things that are in here. So this is meant to be like an intro, prologue thingy. As he flipped through the battered photo album, he couldn't stop the memories from flooding back, the distant laughing forcing him to remember, remember life before he was taken away. And then four months earlier, it wasn't the most pleasant of days, it never was in Texas. And these are just like simple things, but uh, when I was writing this a month ago, I was thinking, oh, that's, this is really good, I could use this, and these aren't in order, like, these are literally just notes, I would wake up, like, at 10, 11 at night, and I'd be like, oh, that's really good, I need to write that down, and I would just write it down, it doesn't matter how bad I thought it was the next day, I kept it, because reading back on these now, they're, they're not bad. And there were some like fill in the blanks. For example, there was this one where I put, uh, he was jogging out of the house and towards the post office. This time hoping the results to his dot 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 did not get mixed up and shipped off to dot dot dot. This is what I mean. Like I just had some blank spots where I'd fill in when I get to that area in, in the story. And this is like planning, I guess. But these are just like some phrases that I found and that just came to me randomly. And I don't know how far away I've strayed from the actual topic of uh, imagination. But uh, yeah, well, I should probably get back on track. Um, I want to talk real quick about animations. Uh, quite recently... I got into animations and I was watching uh, Sadist who animates some like Dream SMP animatics. I was watching her Dream SMP animatics. Um, and as I was looking through them, I'm like, how much imagination do you need? And although she had like a back source and like source of ideas, she watched streams and she saw the law and role play and stuff to to be able to imagine like how your camera is moving and to draw the animations and draw the frames like that i thought that was insane and yet again i decided oh i'm gonna do an animation um and i started off thinking about what it could be 
And I came up, I came up with this idea. I, I don't know if I have it with me. Oh, I do actually. I have it with me. Um, this was an animation I decided to do because on one of my streams I was playing um Skywars, Hypixel Skywars, and I decided I'm gonna make an animation showing my uh journey through my Skywars, my Skywars journey to being on the leaderboards, which um. Still hasn't happened, by the way. But yeah, I I picked a really good song, um, and I went through the song, and at different timestamps, I stopped the song, and I was like, I'm gonna have this scene here and this scene there. And yeah, I, I stayed up like really late, uh, listening to the song over and over again, and you know, planning everything out. The next day when I decided I'm, I'm going to start actually doing the animation, I didn't realise how hard it was going to be. I did not realise at all how hard it was going to be to um, go frame by frame, because animations usually have like, I don't know, three to, three to six, seven frames per second, which means you're going to have to draw the same thing or like copy it and alter it like slightly three, four times for one second of footage. And the song that I picked was four minutes long. And that's like what? Um, four times uh, 60, 240. That's a lot. That's like 500 different images I had to draw. And I just sort of lost the willpower to do it. But I still have it. I still have the plan. And if I ever want to come back to it, I've got it here, and that's that's the good thing about writing things down. If I if I wouldn't have written any of this down, I probably would have forgot it already. And some of these like ideas, if if someone if a random person were to read these timestamps, and I I might give you guys an example in a bit, but if you were to read this timestamps. You wouldn't like understand and maybe you wouldn't form the same image in your head as I do. Yeah, I'm actually gonna do that now. I'm just gonna like put the actual music real quick on there. And I don't know how this is gonna work. Uh but I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to edit the podcast so it does work. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do the whole song thing. Um the whole uh animation and I I'm I'm really not sure how this is gonna work. But, um, yeah, let, let's give it a try. So, yeah, this is literally what I, uh, what I wrote down. The sun rises over the island. Netherite helmet and axe. Look over island from cabin. People, they tell me you're not going to make it. Well, I'm going to prove them wrong. 
looking at other competitors. It's time. Every battle, and then an arrow to show PvP battle. Every death, and a little death animation, you know. All of my training. Some training shots, yeah. It all adds up to this. Sharpening axe. Go down in the mines. Find bow in chest. Pick bow up. It's now or never. And yeah, that's technically uh, a sneak peek of if I ever to do this animation, you guys will have already known the first two minutes of it. But that, that's basically, literally what I just read, was everything I have written down. And uh, that's literally just me reading it off my book, straight off my book. And I did speak some stuff. I don't know if you um, made the distinction between when I'm speaking stuff when I'm given stage directions, I guess. But yeah. I, I gave up uh, drawing the animation and I'm like, if I'm going to do an animation, it's going to be something a bit simpler, like stick figures and not fully drawn and coloured Skywars islands and animations and proper fight scenes. And this really smoothly actually ties into my next topic of um, influences. A lot of what you imagine is influenced by the things around you whether that be TV YouTube uh, I don't know whatever you see outside uh, movies social media anything it's your imagination is influenced by that and a good example of this is the animation I saw the saddest animation and I'm like I want to do that and I was influenced by that art style and that animation style to make my own which you know like I've said it didn't exactly work but that was the main plan and you can be influenced by um, loads of things going back to where I started the podcast the Maze Runner game we were influenced to play that by the book the Maze Runner and yeah Anything you do can, anything, anything you imagine is most likely influenced by something. The, the paradox program, the, the story that I was writing, what was that influenced from? Um, I'm not sure what it was influenced from actually. It was, um, I, I just thought one day, hey, what would it be? What, what would you, what would happen? I'm trying to come up with the right words. What would happen if there was a world with no children and I rem with with no adults even? Uh, and I remember, I remember now where I got the idea from. It was this ad on TV that I saw. Like this was a year ago, mind you, and the idea just came back to me a month ago. 
uh, I saw an ad on TV about this like fun fair, like sort of an Alt- Alton Towers like woodlands sort of thing. If you're from the UK, you probably know what both of those are. Um, but yeah, sort of woodlands thing, but kids could get jobs. Like it was like a massive playground, but with like police stations and fire trucks and firefighters and vets and bakers and stuff and adults wouldn't be allowed to actually like get in the way of everything they'd be supervising and stuff but yeah i saw the ad on tv and um this was a year ago and i was like oh that's pretty cool i'd like to like do something like that it's sort of like growing up getting a feel for what growing up is gonna be like I'm being old (laughs) but yeah see I'd oh wow I honestly didn't think the uh, paradox program writing skit that I did was actually influenced by anything but it just came to me it's influenced by something and yeah like I was saying practically everything is influenced by something that you've seen or heard or you know been a part of I guess that is really interesting actually yeah okay well I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna think about this after the stream and um, talking about influenced uh, by things sleep 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 um I don't know I I was listening to Wilbur Soot's uh, podcast and he was saying how uh, he does this, and it's good that it's not just me, because I, I, I was like, oh, is it just me who does this? But, you know, to, to help you get to sleep, to help me get to sleep, what I do is I come up with, like, stories and scenarios that I just play out in my head. And this does tie into imagination, so I'm still on topic, which which is good. Um, but yeah, what it basically is, is um, I come up with, like, a story, or... Yeah, it's a story that I play out in my head, and one that, you know, I I can't make a different one up every night, because, yeah, I don't have the willpower to carry one over, but, yeah, basically, the one I, I don't know, one I did recently, I was working, and this may sound really ridiculous or really boring, but it genuinely helps you, or it helps me. And I'm pretty sure it'd help, like, you know, anyone who tried it, sleep better. Um, but what I'm doing is, I'm working, or I'm working, I own, a, like, a b- plot of land, I guess. And I, I work on, like, this farm ranch thing, and a bunch of random things are happening, like, I don't know, uh, there is a cartel or whatever, and they come to collect taxes, I don't know, something like that, just random things that happen every time. Uh, every night or whatever and that is probably influenced by something it's not coming to me what that's influenced by probably some unexpected events of Lemony Snicket or something like that one of those like books movies um but yeah that's like using my imagination I think that's where I use my imagination the most and I don't only do this while I'm sleeping like let's say I'm walking uh to school or just walking around and I come up with like scenarios like 
what if uh i don't know i got cornered as i was walking through the uh back alley shortcut to get to uh school quicker what if i was cornered by uh sketchy people or i don't know uh what if the bridge that i walk on collapses and that sort of stuff you just make up scenarios and you just play them through your head and i'm like fully conscious while i do this i'm walking and i'm paying attention but in my head i'm just playing these scenarios out I guess that's where I use my imagination the most at, you know, my age now. And I think it's it's really good. And developing your imagination and, you know, sense of imagination is really useful, like, for whatever you're going to do. Whether that be, I don't know, an author or a game designer or artist, architect, uh, even businessman. Whatever it is you're going to do, developing your um, imagination, I was about to say intelligence, uh, developing your imagination is very important. And you might be wondering, hey, how is, how is imagination important in a businessman? And it's not the same creative imagination like Legos and Maze Runner games and that sort of imagination, but it's the same like using your brain to think and this just sounds like thinking because you use your brain to think but like as a businessman you know i assume i'm not a businessman but i assume like you have to think of the future right of your company or of the stocks that you're investing in or whatever it is you do the future of like costa coffee or i don't know if you have a presentation in front of your superiors or something like that you have to like have a clear idea of what you want to say and a clear idea of you know if they were to say this what you would say in return and a really good preparation for that i guess is going back to dnd i know i speak a lot about dnd but honestly it ties in a lot with this topic of imagination and you know if like one of your superiors in a business meeting asked you something that wasn't part of your presentation how would you respond the same thing practically goes for D&D you the players that you play uh that you like guide they can all have so like such a different mindset to the game they might not want to complete this main quest of the story they might want to explore they might want to just like survive and hunt and whatever and you have to cope to that and mold your presentation or your game around what they say and yeah i'm i'm thinking about it and imagination comes into so many jobs and a really a stereotypical uh representation of imagination in jobs is young children and them wanting to be like astronauts per se um you know I, i'm pretty sure most people have seen those ads like advertising diapers and something and it's a kid who's like wearing a helmet or whatever and he's i don't know he's pretending to like fly a rocket and then it cuts to like a scene of an ast- actual astronaut in space and that sort of imagination i 
I'm probably making no sense right now. But uh, yeah, I know I know what I'm trying to say. Um, that's another thing with imagination and the, this sort of stuff. Everyone interprets things differently from each other, and I could, I well, whatever I'm saying in these podcasts could make 100% sense to me and to some of you, but to others, I could honestly be blabbing on about something and, yeah, making no sense, I guess. Everyone interprets things differently. Uh, And I guess, you know, the uh, animation uh, read-through that I did for you guys, uh, like, earlier on, I, I want to see, because to me, reading that and listening to it makes perfect sense and I can understand like everything that's said but to some of you guys hearing netherite axe and helmet probably makes no sense and when I'm thinking of netherite axe and helmet what I'm thinking of is like a face screen of the character with his head down and then he puts a helmet on and then he looks up and he picks an axe up off the wall or whatever. But see, everyone will interpret that differently. And I'm just curious, like as a social experiment, if I were to post on like, I don't know, a social media or um, let's say Reddit, or uh, if I were to stay on Twitch, I, w- I would give you guys a, a topic like uh, axe and shield or uh, I don't know, Sunrise over Ireland. I want to see what people come up with. I'm sort of interested to see, you know, what people would come up with because everyone's sense of imagination is so different. And this just reminded me, on YouTube, uh, some time ago, I saw these Discord photoshopping competitions, and there would be an image posted on, I don't know, uh, one of the influencers social media saying, oh, Photoshop this to be in my next video or something. The best one wins, blah, blah, blah. But that sort of stuff. And people come up with different things and that just shows how everyone's sense of imagination is different. But all of those things come from the same and they derive from the same idea. And that, that's just really interesting to think about how one, one word or one image can means so many different things to other people and that's I think this is uh, this little talk is moving more into the topic of psychology than um, imagination but I find it really interesting and I don't know these podcasts that I'm doing they're not necessarily about uh, the one topic in particular I don't want to like block myself into that one topic of imagination and that's why I try to no, make the topics as varied as possible. I know that probably wasn't that great with my other uh, D&D podcast because that was on one thing in particular. But I have so much to say about the game. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you should definitely check the podcast out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to limit myself to a certain little bubble because like, like this podcast, I've probably branched out way further than... Uh, imagination. I moved on to psychology and TV ads, which, uh, yeah, not really uh, imagination. But, yeah, if if you, and this goes for, like, 
your head as well. If you focus on one specific topic, you're not gonna get imagination like as freely. You're not gonna imagine things as freely. And uh, basically, I want to like include examples just in case people don't understand what, where I'm getting at. But let's say we, we, you were given an English midterm project or during your holiday to write a little story essay script, I don't know, about, uh, let's say, magic. Uh, that's probably a terrible example for what I'm about to say. But magic, it's a big topic, right? And this goes into a fantasy point of view right now, but there are loads of types of magic. There's like magic tricks, like, you know, fake magic, I guess. <laughs> Magicians getting mad at me right now. Uh, and then there's like Harry Potter style magic with wands, and then there's casting and witchery and witchcraft and that sort of stuff. But magic's a big topic, right? And different people will have different interpretations. Like when you think of magic, what comes to mind first? Is it magic tricks like, uh, I don't know, pick a card, any card, that kind of magic? Or is it like, I'm going to shoot lightning out of a stick sort of magic? And, you know, if you were to write a midterm project about just magic, there would be so many different uh, people with different ideas. But if you were to write about, let's say, instead of magic, you were told to write a midterm project story script about wands. And I'm, I'm sticking to this sort of magic thing topic. But yeah, if you were. If you have to write about wands, then you can't really like go into the uh, magic tricks. I mean, you can. There's like that weird wand thing where you shoot flowers out of it. And I always wondered how you do that, but uh, now's not the time to ask myself that. But yeah, that's. I hope you guys see where I'm getting at. If if you narrow yourself down to a specific topic, your sense of imagination won't be as varied and it won't like develop as much i guess you won't develop creative ideas as much but if you if you have a varied like a wide wider topic like magic instead of just a small portion of magic like magic tricks then you 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 do more what's called uh, free thinking and basically free thinking it's you just let your mind go loose and yeah it picks up the things which your mind associate with that topic but yeah I think I've spoken for long enough and I've uh, blabbered on for long enough about imagination and psychology and yep this talk has definitely uh, sort of ventured into the area of psychology which I don't know much about actually I don't know about psychology but I could possibly interest myself in it and do a podcast on it, you know? Stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today's podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's it. So, have a good rest of your day, whether that be morning, night, evening, whenever you're watching this. The quick plug-in, because uh, we love our plugins. Don't forget to check out my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Fabinon. 
because if you like the podcast where I talk about this sort of stuff, you are 100% going to love the podcast where I um, do things live. And I might say things that I'm going to regret. But uh, yeah, live podcast, live, live podcast, live streams. I try to be funny. Most of the times I'm not. But yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope to catch you all next week, where we'll be talking about something else. Hopefully, something I will actually have um, more things to say about. Goodbye.